0: From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. Juneau Police Department's cadets Sailor Ryan and Hunter Gutierrez graduated from the Cadet Academy. Their training began in July of 2022. They had their badge-pinning ceremony last night. Their families were in attendance. Cadet Ryan spoke to what she plans to do next. I'm going to graduate in the spring from Raven Homeschool, and I'm going to go to the University of Fairbanks um, almost finished with my freshman year, starting to get into my career, gonna study criminal justice and just see where that takes me from there. She shares what inspired her to study criminal justice. Partially because of my dad's line of work, he inspired me to work more towards helping others in my community, just with his history and the military and now with the, the federal government. I just see myself being able to help others in my community and make it a safer place for everyone just through that line of work. Cadet Gutierrez explains his future plans.
1: I'm excited to be in this program the police cadet program because I've always been interested in law enforcement and my plan in the future is hopefully go to college to get my to for law enforcement and get criminal justice degree and maybe join the military do some military police work and maybe return back to Juneau and become an officer. I've definitely talked to a lot of the officers here about my plans, and they all say great stuff about the military and getting criminal justice degrees. At least from their side, my future seems pretty stable, and it uh, seems pretty enjoyable. It was my mom who showed me, and ever since I've been back at back in my hometown in Texas, I've always attended police and firemen events. I always loved going to see them work. And being able to interact with them. They would demonstrate a bunch of cool, uh, like the dogs. Everyone loves the dogs. And they would show us how, we got some minor handcuff training in Boy Scouts. They were showing us how to use certain things that Taser works and how they uh, process people. And all that stuff throughout my life has just piqued my intrigue. And now that I found this was an actual thing that I could do, now I'm getting way more hands-on approach and I'm finding it's more enjoyable.
0: Republican Representative David Eastman of Wasilla was censored by the State House yesterday for comments about the economic benefit of child abuse deaths. Jordan Lewis has more.
2: He has a history of incendiary remarks previously censored in 2017 over comments he made on women getting pregnant for a free trip to the city for abortions. The House voted 35-1 to 1 to censure Eastman, with Eastman being the lone dissent. During a committee hearing Monday on adverse childhood experiences, Eastman asked the testifier how he would respond to an argument Eastman has heard on occasion that child abuse deaths, while not good for the child, are actually a benefit to society because there is not a need for government services that child would otherwise be entitled to if they had lived. The testifier, Trevor Stores, president and CEO of the Alaska Children's Trust, asked Eastman to repeat what he'd said. Stores then called the loss of a child unmeasurable. You can read the full story at knyradio.com.
0: Deputy City Manager Robert Barr spoke on the KINY Morning Show this morning to talk about the topics being discussed with the Alaska Municipal League. Child care was a major topic.
3: It's a problem, uh, to, to put it briefly and bluntly. Uh, we, we don't have enough of it, uh, particularly uh, in the lower range of that age spectrum, infants and toddlers, it's uh, almost impossible. You know, you get on a waiting list and by the time you're through that waiting list, your infant or toddler is no longer an infant or a toddler. Um, So I'd I'd say that there's a lot of bipartisan interest around uh, talking about and hopefully doing something about childcare this year. Um, You know, I'd say everyone uh, in every community is struggling with it. Uh, It's an issue that cuts across the economy, too. So it's not it doesn't of course, just impact people that have kids. Um, it's it's kind of not hard to get behind this issue politically because we really all have an interest in kids being ready for kindergarten so that they succeed and thrive uh, in school.
0: Access to childcare has been an issue throughout the state.
3: Big problem, I would say, if I had to kind of highlight one, is that the business model uh, for childcare is broken. So we, you know, I think rightly. Um, Uh, Require pretty low pupil to teacher ratios for childcare. Right, it is harder for an adult to take care of, you know, three, four, five infants than it is for that same adult um, to care for uh, a classroom of kindergartners or first graders or second graders. As an example, you know, the the younger the child is, generally, the more um, the more adult attention and care. Uh, that child uh, requires to be able to thrive and and be successful in that environment.
0: Coming up on News of the North, U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski gave her annual address to the Alaska legislator yesterday, and the U.S. economy has again buckled the expectations of analysts. Stay tuned. You're listening to News of the North and her annual address to the Alaska legislator yesterday. U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski urged state lawmakers to avoid spending too much time on the amount of this year's permanent fund dividend, and to focus on problems causing people to move out of the state. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. If this
2: legislature spends the whole 33rd legislative agenda focusing on how much Alaskans are going to be getting for a permanent fund dividend, we miss everything. We need leadership. We need we need to have these, these dreams, and we need to be doing it together.
0: She pushed for Alaska to take advantage of natural resources.
2: You know we've got, we've got resources that could take advantage of expanded rail, but we get stalled out and it's like, well, that's gonna be too hard we can't get that permit over there. we can't agree. Do we want it to go here? Or do we want it to go there? Gas line, gas line. seriously. decades, decades we've been talking about, you know, the alignment um, of the producers and the state and the legislature, and and you know, do we have the market? Um, we got the resources. Think about it. So many other places don't have the resources, so they don't have the options. Instead, it's almost like we've got we've got too many options, so we can't figure it out.
0: Alaska House voted unanimously to support the Willow Oil Project Monday. Coming up next will be the Biden administration's decision. Markowski says she's still not sure what direction it will take.
2: My colleague Dan has been an absolute warrior on this. Mary has shown true courage pushing the administration on this, standing up to the Democratic members of the House. The governor has been crystal clear on his position, and here in the legislature. You have been steadfast in your resolve. I'm so thankful for that. And I also want to express my thanks to the large majority of Alaskans, especially those Alaska natives who live on the North Slope who are pushing for Willow. This has truly been a unified, unified effort. But we all know this is a difficult administration to deal with.
0: When the Chinese balloon was shot down over South Carolina, Senator Murkowski had expressed her anger to the Department of Defense for not allowing Alaska to be the first line of defense. News of the North asked her if she thinks her reaction influenced the next unidentified object takedown to be overstayed. She says she was speaking on behalf of Alaskans.
2: I was pretty animated at the uh, defense subcommittee when I was able to express what I had been hearing from Alaskans. And so verbalized that, and, and I think no uncertain terms. But others certainly did as as well. The decision was made by the military to, to move on the unidentified object off of Alaska when it became uh, a, a threat to uh, to commercial aviation, and so respect that, that decision there. I do think that they were looking critically at how how they had handled the the whole Chinese surveillance balloon and, and whether or not, in hindsight, it was perhaps their
0: best day. Regardless, she calls it a success. At the end of the day,
2: they got it down. At the end of the day, they're able to retrieve, which is going to be hugely significant um, in understanding what the Chinese were up to and so I think we should
0: count that as a success. The U.S. economy has again buckled the expectations of analysts. ABC's Jim Ryan says weekly claims for jobless benefits have fallen again.
2: Given the recent parade of tech companies announcing layoffs, Barclays' research predicted that the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits rose by about 1,000 in the week leading up to February 18th. It wasn't to be the case. The Labor Department reported this morning that weekly claims fell by about 3,000. In all, about 192,000 Americans filed first-time paperwork. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
0: Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jazz Garrett for News of the North.